Did you know that you can stream the best of HBO shows and more with the new Astro? Better than before, no rain interruptions, no repeats. Just stream anytime and on demand via the Astro Ultra Box. It starts from only RM5990 a month, and you can find out more information at astro.com.my. You're listening to the Goggler Podcast. Bahir and Uma with you. And John Carney has a brand new movie out on Apple TV+. Plus. Now, John Carney is the one responsible for Once, Begin Again, Sing Street. And this man has a style, not to put too fine a point on it. All of his movies feature family, love, music, and just wholesomeness. I had an absolute blast watching this movie. And I have to say, not many people make films like this anymore. It's one of those movies that falls firmly into the category of nothing really happens, but everything happens. (laughs) It kind of centers around Eve Hewson's Flora. She is a single mother with an estranged musician husband. Her son is a good kid who gets himself into all sorts of trouble. He's kind of lashing out, and he's on his final warning with the police before they send him to juvie. Flora's having a bit of a rough time with it all, and she decides on a whim to start learning the guitar. Lo and behold, her guitar teacher via Zoom is none other than Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who plays Jeff. And what follows is very difficult to describe because it's just this really sweet, unlikely love story that's executed in an impossibly weird but compelling way. Yeah. As the movie was playing out, I was like, this shouldn't work. Like, it feels weird and it shouldn't work. Yeah. And yet, it kept drawing me in deeper and deeper into it. First off, uh, confession time, I've not seen any of his other films. Not even once? Not even once. I just never got around to it. But you've heard the music. I've heard the music. I just feel like a lot of his movies, I don't think they came here. Yeah, I don't know if they actually hit Malaysian cinemas. Also... I think I was overseas when a lot of these movies were released. So I saw once in cinemas, I think in the UK or in Australia, in one of those two countries. Yeah. But that's the other feature of his films. They all have original songs that are incredibly catchy. It feels like a musical in not the way a musical is. It's not a Baz Luhrmann musical when people stop and everybody just breaks out into dance. This is more of just the music sort of takes you away in the scene. All of his movies tend to be movies about musicians. Yes. And I think that's why it features music, right? Because they sing those songs, they don't break out into song. But also the music plays uh, pivotal parts in the movie. They take you where words fail. And I think that Flora and Son does that bit very, very well. And you're right. The music is fucking catchy. Yeah. (laughs) For me, it's Meet Me in the Middle. That one is just an absolute earworm in the best of ways. It's a sweet love song that isn't saccharine, that isn't cloying. It's not 
trying to be anything more than just a sweet love song. And I think this film is that. It's a sweet love song. It's not world-shaking like Koda was. It didn't rock my world. But as soon as the movie ended, I was like, me and my wife both just like, okay, pull up Apple Music. Let's pull up the soundtrack. Let's let's start playing that soundtrack because it's going to be a banger. But I think all of his movies do this one thing. As soon as they end, now not all of them have perfect happy endings, but as soon as they end, you feel happy. Like you're happy for the characters in the movie. Yes. It's yeah. the kind of movie that doesn't make you feel shitty about the world and about yourself it actually is life affirming and it makes yeah. you feel better about the world like even in this even in flora and son these are characters that are going through things flora has relationship issues her son has these delinquency issues jeff is lonely her husband starts off as an asshole but he's not really an asshole he's yeah. just a musician and all of these things happen, but the movie doesn't have a real antagonist. It's just about watching these people go through their lives and come to some sort of resolution. It's very slice of life. It feels very much like a Japanese film. Not in a bad way, it's very single note. But not in a bad way. In a way, some of the simpler songs of our zeitgeist are. They're just sort of really chill, really relaxed. There's no real sort of massive bridge. There's no big chorus. It just is. And I think this movie feels like a throwback to when a time when studios used to make these smaller films. It almost feels like, like a rom-com, but not a rom-com. What I loved most about Flora and Son was the fact that it didn't shy away from being romantic from being cheesy there's a fantastic moment where flora is having one of her zoom sessions with jeff on the roof of her building and they end up talking all night and we won't spoil it but john carney uses a very interesting conceit to bring them together we never forget that they're miles apart but for the purposes of the scene he uses a interesting cinematic technique right yeah i was watching that and i thought huh in a very subtle and nuanced way, this movie is saying something new about romance and long-distance relationships and all of that stuff. Yeah. It's not clobbering you over the head with it. It's not digging up every long-distance trope yeah. and then using it as a crutch. No, it's just telling the story of these two people who happen to be slowly falling in love with each other. Yeah. And... They happen to be doing that over Zoom. Did you see that movie? Oh my God. And the name is escaping me at the moment. But okay. it was the movie about a gay guy who loses his husband and he learns Spanish over Zoom with this woman. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. I think we both watched it. Yeah. And this movie kind of reminded me of that because. Even in that movie, it's a gay guy and a straight woman. You know they're not falling in love, but they're falling in love. Just not with each other. They're loving each other as friends and they're becoming closer and they're becoming more reliant on one another. I was watching this and I was like, yes, it's a different kind of love story. It's telling something new. Yeah. And you're right. The word rom-com is almost... 
it's the wrong genre to pin this under. That movie you're talking about was called Language Lessons. Thank you. That's the one. Yeah, Natalie Morales and uh, Mark Duplass. And Mark Duplass. That's yeah, right. That's it's a great film. Yeah, and and you're right. It feels like that. It feels like there is a. I mean, I don't want to use the word romance because I think there's an implication of romantic tension. But here they are falling for each other. And whether that love becomes romance or that love becomes just deep, tight friendship is open to whatever interpretation the movie leaves you with. But a lot of what this movie does is really very simple. John Carney resists the urge to shoot from Jeff's point of view, which I thought was an interesting decision. Interesting, but not bad. It's not a bad decision because the movie is called Flora and Son. It would not be fair to the character Flora and her son for the camera to suddenly be in Los Angeles shooting Jeff's screen. You know what I mean? Right. Because we're seeing it from her point of view. We're seeing it from Dublin. And I think that was, I thought, really steady directing. And I think by doing that, it gives the audience that same sort of distance that Eve Hewson's character is having with, with Joseph Gordon-Levitt until he shows up. Because I remember every time him showing up, I remember my heart just sort of melting a little bit more. Yes. I feel, yes. I feel a little bit more tingly and warm, you know, because they never actually get to physically be together Except when they do, that moment becomes even more magical. That moment becomes even stronger. But you're right. That moment at the rooftop for me was the sort of kicker, I think. It was that point where if if Houston's character falls in love with him, this is the moment. If you, the audience, falls for their relationship, this is the moment, which I thought was great. The movie also does something very different in that Eve Hewson's the asshole. Like she's <laughs> well, she's the Irish, so <laughs> for most of it, right? Because she's, she's the Irish. one always taking things with a pinch of salt, making jokes about everything. The husband isn't really a deadbeat dad. He's a dad. He's there for the kid. He's just been a deadbeat husband. I don't know, but here's the thing: I don't know about that because we don't know the backstory, but we assume yeah. that to be the case. I feel like that's an easy trope to do because from everything that we see, he is, like you said, he's very much present. However, that first time we meet him, Eve Houston's character is absolutely the antagonist in that relationship. Yes. I don't know if it's just something she's, the character's doing since having broken up with the partner or if it's something she was doing while they were together, right? So, like, I would imagine that would be very great thing if you're in a relationship like that. And I I like that he wasn't the deadbeat. I like that he wasn't wearing a wife beater, drinking cans of beer in the daytime, just being a complete waster. She's the problematic one. And that's why it's so interesting watching her relationship grow with her son because they're both very, very similar. It's like mother, like son, and watching them grow into themselves and discover themselves, her through music and her son through music as well, is a beautiful way to kind of tie all of this up. And Eve Houston's performance is fantastic because she still comes off as incredibly likable. Like yeah. there are moments, I think if I was facing someone like that, where I'm trying to be serious on a Zoom conversation and this person is just taking the piss constantly, 
it could be incredibly annoying. But the way she plays it, one, is adorable, but also displays that she has these issues to overcome. So you immediately forgive her for it. Adorable is a great word because the way Eve Hewson plays it, it very easily could have been she's using comedy as a as a defense. She's using comedy as a way to keep people at arm's length. But it never comes across as that. It always comes across as, hey, she's just a smart mouth Irish girl. Which is what I think works for the relationship, the character, and which really is immensely helped by the fact that Eve Hewson is fucking adorable. Florence Sun is playing on Apple TV+. Plus. It was directed by John Carney. I know a lot of people in Malaysia did see Sing Street and loved the soundtrack. And if that soundtrack at some point was the soundtrack to your life, then you're not going to want to miss this one because it's got great music and it's got that John Carney signature all over it. So... You will enjoy this one. It is a great, great movie. Flora and Son, check it out. Apple TV Plus. Let us know what you think once you've seen it. You can reach out on all of our social media feeds, GogglerMY. You can also email us on podcast at goggler.my or send us a WhatsApp on the Goggler hotline, 012-524-5208. Drop us a line on any one of those channels and we'll send you a link to join our brand new Discord server where you can chat with us in real time. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Goggler Podcast.